0: Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. In this week's episode, Jesus teaches about resilience with the help of a mustard plant, and sweet corn teaches a mantra to bloom in the good soil where we're planted. Each episode is part Bible study, part personal story, and ends with a poem or a song. Welcome to the neighborhood of holy shenanigans where it's always sacred, but never stuffy. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. Yes, that is what Jesus teaches in this week's parable from Mark 4. Mustard plants in Jesus' day were considered to be an invasive plant, and the planting of it was not only avoided, but prohibited. So mustard seeds and mustard plants, more than current-day dandelions even, is a plant life villain. It grows in the hardest of places. It is not easily killed. Its seeds may look tiny, but the plant, when fully grown, is hardy enough to shelter birds and small animals. The mustard seed and plant is hardy and resilient. It grows in places and with a strength that is unexpected and, in the literal case of mustard, is unwelcome. So why is it that Jesus says the kingdom of God is like an invasive species of plant? As I've discussed in the past, Jesus often teaches that the kingdom of God is not what people expect it, and that he, Jesus, is not as people expect either. Remember that Palm Sunday story? Jesus comes into Jerusalem on a donkey. At first, he's welcomed with cheers and the waving of palms because he's Jesus, and some think he's going to overthrow the Roman occupation. But in quick order, Jesus is arrested, rejected, and crucified. Jesus and this kingdom of God is not what people expect, and in many cases, it's not what people want. A tool that Jesus often uses to teach other people is parables. They're simple stories used to illustrate a moral or a spiritual lesson. So what is this mustard seed parable of Jesus trying to say? That small beginnings can grow into something great? That the underdog will overcome the challenge? Partially, yes. When I was little, my mom had a glass pendant in her jewelry box that contained a tiny mustard seed. I remember holding this round glass pendant in my hands and hearing my mom say, if you have the faith of the mustard seed. God will help you to move mountains. This reference is from another Bible text in Matthew 17. It does repeat another gospel lifting up a Jesus story with the help of a seemingly meek mustard seed. As a kid who felt small in the bigness of the world, I love the affirmation that small things can grow into something powerful. It reminded me of the story of Jack and the Beanstalk and how Jack overcame all the fee-fi-fo-fums of a scary giant. Oh, that all the giant scary things, all the fee-fi-fo-fums, would be overcome by shiny glass baubles with mustard seeds. By goodness, and by grace. The idea that small does not equal weak is one that runs throughout Scripture. I think of David, the shepherd who faces Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. I think of Rahab, who aids the Israelite spies in Exodus 2. And then in the small book of Esther, Queen Esther risks her life by seeking an uninvited audience with the king to save her people from annihilation. And so I suppose I should not be surprised by Jesus' parable of the invasive mustard seed and how small does not equal meek. The more I think about this idea, my list of small or unexpected people being called by God into the mustard seed kingdom of God continues to grow, pun intended, just like a mustard seed. David, Rahab, Esther, Ruth, Mary the mother of Jesus, Dorcas, Martha and Mary, Mary Magdalene, and many, many others. They may look small, but they are mighty. Which brings me to a holy shenanigans story about a small but mighty garden blooming in an unexpected place. On my way to work, I was stopped at a red light and saw something unusual growing in the front lawn of a city building. People usually beautify their yards with flowers, climbing vines, and even some gnome sculptures, but not this home. This small city front yard was filled with a garden a garden of tall rows of sweet corn. I stared at this front yard field of corn and was immediately reminded of the phrase, bloom where you're planted. The season of my life was a time of being transplanted vocationally. In many ways, I felt like I was once more starting over. New people, a new system, new ways of doing things. It was like the soil of my life had been tilled up Again, that once more, I was starting over from seeds. It was a season where I felt the fee-fi-fo-fums of fear and uncertainty everywhere. And so this patch of sweet corn caught my attention. This garden was around the corner from the place where I was working. So day in and day out, I was witness to this oddly planted garden in a space one would not expect to find it like mustard seeds, like dandelions, like, well, once more, me. Bloom where you're planted, the sweet corn sang. And in my daily commute, I felt this mantra repeated and beginning to take root in my heart. You might have some questions about how to bloom where you're planted. I know I did, and I still do. Because what do we need to bloom like this corn planted in an unexpected place? We need food, water, shelter, health care. In addition to these primary needs, people need some more things though. Number one, people need space to be their true selves. Number two, people need community to encourage and support their growth, development, and education. And three. People need to use their gifts and to give back to the community that they are blooming in. There are many obstacles to blooming where we are planted. And one of the less obvious but ever impactful ones is this feeling of not fitting in, like corn growing in an unlikely spot. How intriguing then that this corn that didn't fit in was thriving where it was planted. Perhaps then, Blooming where you're planted has more to do with staying focused on growing instead of where you happen to be growing. So, this corn crop reminded me that some keys to blooming where I had in that season been planted were one, to be true to myself, two, to gather people around that would support my growth, and three, to use my unique gifts to give back to where I was. There is a prayer found in a book called the Celtic daily prayer that for me helps to capture this mustard seed kingdom of God bloom where you are planted parable. It reads, "O oh God, make clear to us each road. O oh God, make safe to us each step. When we stumble, hold us. When we fall, lift us up. When we are hard-pressed with evil, deliver us, and bring us at last into your glory. Amen. This week's poem comes in the form of a song called Good Soil, and was written in the season of that unexpected garden of corn that called me to bloom where I had been planted. This song has traveled with me over several physical moves, but was left unrecorded until last week. I hope that it becomes a meaningful mantra for you as well. May you bloom where you are planted. May the obstacles be removed from your path. May the beautiful mustard plant that is you grow deep roots and become a shelter for many.
1: It's hard to say how the road leads us sometimes filled with trials places i've been have been dark and light both have made their marks foolishness actions pave the way for wisdom's expression wisdom's restoration wisdom's direction to good soil, to good soil. Good soil if you welcome, good soil the go home, good soil's the place I can grow. Good soil if you welcome, good soil the go home, good soil's the Good soil to go home Good soil's the place I can grow The road's uncertain The path's never straight The matter of movement Has more to do with the way Good soil if you welcome, good soil to go home. Good soil's the place I can grow. Good soil if you welcome, good soil to go home. Good soil's the place I can grow. Good soil if you welcome, good soil to go home. Good soil's the place I can grow. Sometimes filled with trials.
0: Thank you for joining me for Holy Shenanigans to surprise, encourage, redirect, and sometimes turn life upside down, all in the name of love. You're invited to join me on this unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy.